Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 27 of season one. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver. I count it an honor and privilege to be here to take you through this Bible study and teach you the Word of God, the way God wants us to learn it. And we're going to continue our Bible study on the book of Job, chapter 34, of chap- Job chapter 34 to chapter 36 today because there's small thoughts and stuff on these chapters so that we're going to do three chapters today and learn about the book of Job but before we do that we're going to go and have a few songs for us to get into the attitude of worship and listening to the word of God We'll be right back after these messages, these songs, excuse me. Just let all 
Lord reigns, let the earth be glad. Let the distant shores rejoice. Clouds and thick darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and consumes his foes on every side. His lightning lights up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord. Before the Lord of all the earth, the heavens proclaim his righteousness. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 27 of season one. I hope you enjoyed those two songs we just shared sometimes, Hallelujah, and Let It Rain. And, you know, sometimes we got to make emphasis on praising the Lord. And that's the emphasis of sometimes, Hallelujah. And then we got to let God come back with us, praising him and giving us the ultimate ultimate worship of his glory coming down and touching our lives, letting it rain all over our lives. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, we're going <clears> to <throat> step back into our Bible study. We're going to look at three chapters today, chapter 34, chapter 35, and chapter 36. Uh, chapter 34 and chapter 36 only has one point. Chapter 30, 
five has two points, but that's okay. You know, when God wants to speak, he speaks. And as a minister of God, he shows me which scriptures he wants me to share with you through this Bible study and which ones we don't. Now, we're going to read every scripture of all three chapters. And I am in allergy season, so I'm going to try not to cough. If I do, that's why. So just pray for me. <coughs> okay, we're going to start in the book of Job, chapter number 34. And we're going to start in verse 1. And we're picking up with Elu, which is kind of defending Job at first. But we're going to find some surprising things here. And we're going to start in verse 1 of Job 34. It says, Furthermore, Elu answered and said, Hear my words, O ye wise men, and give ear unto me, ye that have knowledge, for the earth for the earth ear tear words as the mouth tastes me. Let us choose to us judgment. Let us know among ourselves what is good. For Job has said I am the righteous God I am righteous and God has taken away my judgment. Shall I lie against my right? My wound is incurable without transgression. What man is like Job, who drinketh up scorning like water, which goes into the company, which the workers of iniquities, and walk with wicked men? For he has said it is profitable for a man nothing, that he should delight himself with God. Therefore hearken unto me, ye men of understanding. Far, it, far be it from God that he should do wickedness, and from the Almighty that he should commit iniquity. For the work of man shall be he render unto him, and cause every man to find according to his way. Yea, surely God will not do wickedly, neither will the Almighty prevent judgment. Who has given him a charge over the earth? Who has disposed the whole world? It is said his heart upon man. If he gathers him unto himself, his spirit and his breath, all flesh shall perish together, and men shall turn against unto dust. If thou, now thou hast understand, here is the hearken of the voice of the word. Even shall even he that has right govern, and will thou condemn him, that is most just. It is fit to say to a king, Thou art wicked, and the prince ye are ungodly. Now much less to him that accepted not the person a prince, or regards the rich more than the poor, for they are all workers of his hands. In a moment shall they die, and all the people shall be troubled at midnight, and pass away, and they might shall be taken away without hands. For the eyes are upon the ways of men, and seeth all going. Therefore there is no darkness, nor shadow, nor death. There is the workers of iniquity may hide themselves, for he will not lay upon more than the right, than should enter into the judgment of God. 
He shall break his peace, mighty men, without number, and set our set others in their stay. Therefore he knoweth their work, and he overturns them in the night, so that they are destroyed. He strikes them as a wicked man in the open sight of sore, because they turn back from him and would not consider any of his ways. So they that caused the cry of the poor to come unto him, he heard the cry of the afflicted, and he gives quietness to them, to them that can make trouble. And then he hides his face. Who can behold him, whether it be done against a nation, against a man only? That the hypocrite reigns not, yeast the people be in her. Surely it is meet to be said unto God, I have borne judgment, I will not offend any more. That which I see not teach thou me. If I have done iniquities, I will do no more. Should it be according to my mind, he will recompense it, whether thou refuse or whether thou choose not. I therefore speak thou what thou knowest. If a man, if a man understands, tells me, and let a wise man hearken unto me, Job has spoken without knowledge, and his words were without wisdom. My desire is that Job may be tried unto the end, because of his answers for the wicked men. For he addeth rebellion unto his sin. He clappeth his hands among us and multiply his words against God. Now, a few chapters ago, he was supporting Job a little bit, but he wasn't as harsh with Job as the other two friends were. Now, the one thought I want to bring out here in 34 is verse 12. Chapter 34 is verse 12. And it says, Yea, surely God will not do wickedness wickedly, neither will the Almighty pervert judgment. In other words, Elu declares here that God is never going to do an act of wickedness or commit a wrong act. In other words, God's not going to make a mistake. There's a reason why Job's going through this. It's not a mistake. He's not going to do wickedness, a wicked act, just to um, do it. Now, we know kings of the past were sit there and tantalize their servants and do wicked things unto them just for his enjoyment. Our God is not going to do that. That's what Elu is saying here. He's not going to pick and he's not going to commit a wrong act. In other words, whatever's going on here with Job, there is a reason for it. And God has a good reason for it. Now, up to this point, we know we know that Job is being attacked by the devil. And we kind of know that this attackness that's going against him is kind of a challenge that God put towards the devil. All right? But you're going to be shocked here in a little bit of something else that's, that's going on. Because we explained since sometimes God uses this to 
chastise the devil and show him that he's going to fall. He's not going to win. And I believe ultimately that's what the plan and that's what's going on here. But in the midst of all this stuff, something else happens. Okay? Now, we know that Job, that God is not going to commit a wicked act. He's doing this for a reason, and he's allowing this stuff to happen for a reason. And we know that, and we know from the start it was mainly to show the devil, hey, you can't hurt this man. You can do all you want to him, but you can't bring him down from serving me. And so far, now Job is human, so far, Job is wanting to die and do this or that, but he hasn't really left God's grace. All right? Now, let's go to verse 35 for, for the, next two, the next two thoughts. And there's only 16 verses in this one. Let's go to verse 1. It said, Elu speak moreover and said, Thinkest thou this, to be right, that thou says, My righteousness is more than God. For thou saidest, What advantage will be unto thee? And what profit shall I have if I be cleansed from my sins? I will answer thee and my companions with thee. Look unto the heavens and see, and behold, clouds which are higher than thou. If thou sinnest, what dost thou against him? Or if thy transgression be multiplied, what dost thou unto him? If thou be righteous, what giveth thou him? What or what receiveth he of thy hands? Thy wicked may hurt a man as thou art, and thy righteous may profit the son of man by reason of the multitudes of oppression. They make the oppressed to cry. They cry out by reason of the arm of the mighty. But none says, Where is God, my maker, who gives songs in the night, who teaches us more than the beasts of the earth, and maketh us wiser than the fowls of the heavens? There they cry, but none giveth answers because of the pride of an evil man. Surely God will hear vanity, neither will the Almighty regret it. Although thou sayest thou shall not see him, yet judgment is before him. Therefore trust thou in him. But now because it is not so, he is visited in, in his anger, visited in his anger. Yet he knoweth not in great extremity. Therefore does Job open his mouth in vain and multiply words without knowledge. Well, like I said, there's two thoughts here that we're going to deal with in this chapter. And the first thought is this of verse 2. It says, Thinkest thou this is to be right, that thou saidest my righteousness is more than God. Okay? Elu reproves Job for inferring that he is more righteous than God. And I did go back and I found out that Job did say that. All right? And 
So actually, at this point, Job kind of puffed his head up in pride. And he kind of said, hey, hey, I'm more righteous than God. I'm a righteous man. I live more righteous than God. Oh, boy. When you start thinking proud, let me tell you something, saints. God will come at you and punish you. And that's what they're trying to tell him. Maybe Job here was starting to think that he was proud. And maybe God dealing with two things here that we didn't realize at first. That's now starting to be brung out because of the way Job's talk is. God might have realized Job had a thing of thinking he's more righteous than God. None of us is more righteous than God. Our righteousness is a is a stench in God's nostril. You could be the best man in the world and you don't have Jesus' righteousness by asking him into your heart and life. Your righteousness ain't going to get you to heaven. Through Jesus' righteousness and asking Jesus in your heart, will. So, God's, apparently, maybe, we don't know for sure, because it wasn't in chapter 1, but we're seeing here that he has a thing to think that he's even more righteous than God. So, I believe what's going on here, and what could have been possibly going on, yes, there was a challenge in verse 1 to... How do I want to say this? To show the devil that in the end, Job is not going to fall. He's going to keep serving me. And two, God probably wanted to nip this proudness that he's getting in the bud. Because we know how God went on about him. He's very righteous and he excludes evil. But let me tell you something. No one is more righteous than God. So maybe the second part of going on with his friends, God is dealing with him to realize that he does have a sin in his life. And let me tell you something, saints. Us humans do have sins in our lives. And apparently, Job has one here. All right. He thinks his righteousness is more than God. And that's a sad, terrible thing to think. So God might be allowing, it might be why God's allowing these three friends to irritate him. To get him thinking that he is doing wrong and he needs to change this. All right. Now, let's look at verses 10 to 12. It says, but none said, where is God, my maker, who gives songs in the night, who teaches us more than the beasts of the earth and make us wiser than the fowls of the heaven? There they cry, but none giveth answers because of the pride of evil man. There again is that word pride of evil man. Now, all the way through this podcast of this book of Job, I've been saying that Job, you know, was being attacked because of, of 
this thing that God challenged the devil over in Job's life. And I was right. Okay. But God is now showing us here in chapter 35, which I already talked about, is, is a sin of pride. So now we learn a little bit more that God, the two things that we discussed in the past of this podcast, there's three things. Sometimes God gets us to get our attention. Sometimes God allows it because the devil wants to attack us, and God allows him to, because he knows in the end we're going to defeat, which is one of the major things going on here. And sometimes he wants to build our strength. Well, first one and two, he wants to get Job's attention here. Plus, plus, well, he wants to get the devil's attention saying that Job is not going to fall. He's going to come back. And he's going to do what he's going to do for me. But also now he's bringing out, God is bringing out here that there's a pride of his righteousness being more than God. Okay? Now, to the thought though, that were verses 10 to 12. God is teaching Job a lesson and birth Job and his friends miss the truth. Whoa. In other words, they all been so busy talking and annoying Job and Job trying to tell them that he's not sinning that it's coming back that they missed the truth. And the truth in verse 10 is this. But none where is God, my maker, who gives a song in the night, who teaches us more than the beasts of the earth, and maketh us wiser of the fowl of the heavens. In other words, they all need to be listening why God is doing this. God is teaching Abraham, Job, a lesson. Okay? Like I said, he's allowing Job, allowing the devil to attack Job. One, because he wants to show the devil that in the end, Job is going to come back and he's going to stay with me. And then two, he's trying to help Job deal with this sin of thinking he has more righteousness, this sin of pride. But everyone's missing it. All right? But it's coming out. Okay? Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, saints. The devil shouldn't go against God because God knows the end, the middle, and the beginning of our lives. And he knows what we're going to do and how we're going to react to every situation. God knew how Job was going to react. But the devil falls for it every single time. All right? Let's go to verse let's go to chapter 36. We're going to read verses 1 through 33 and we're going to deal with the last thought here. All right. And so these two also proceeded and said, "Suffer me a little, and I will show thee that I have yet speak on God's behalf. I will fetch my knowledge from afar and will ascribe righteousness to my maker. For truly my words shall be at, will not be false. 
He that is perfect in knowledge is with thee. Behold, God is the mighty and despise not any. He is mighty in strength and wisdom. He preserveth not the life of the wicked, but he giveth right to the poor. He withdraws eyes from the righteous, but with kings are they on their thrones. Yet he does establish them forever. They are exalted. And if they be bound and fettered, and be holden in cord of affliction, then he shows them from their work of their transgression, and they have exceeded. He opens up their ears to discipline, and commands that they return from iniquity. If they obey him and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity, and their years in pleasures. But if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword, and they shall die without knowledge. But the hypocrites in the heart heap of wrath. They cry not when he binds them. They die in their youth, and there is life among the unclean. He delivers the poor in his affliction. He opens their ears in oppression. He so would he have removed thee from the start into the broad places. From there is no strangeness, and that which should set on the thy table should be full of fatness. But thou hast fulfilled the judgment of the wicked. Judgment and justice take hold unto thee, because there is wrath before least doth take thee away with the stroke. Then a great ransom cannot deliver thee. Will he esteems thy riches, nor not gold, nor for all the forces of the strength. Desire not the night when people are cut off in their place. Take heed and regard not the iniquities, for this hast thou chosen rather than affliction. Behold, God exalted by his power, who teaches like him, who has enjoyed him his way, or who can say, Thou hast wrought iniquity. Remember that thou magnify his work which man beholds. Every man may see it, man may behold it afar off. Behold, God is great. And when know him not, neither can the numbers of his years be searched out. For he maketh small of drops of water, a pour down rain according to the vapor thereof, which the clouds of do drop, and still upon the abundance. Also can any understand the sp spreading of the clouds, of the noise of the tabernacle. Behold, he setteth his light upon it and covereth the both the sea. For the, for by them judge he the people. He giveth meat in abundance. With the clouds he covers at night, and commandeth it not to shine by the clouds that cometh bewixed. The noise thereof shows concerning it cattle, also concerning the vapors. Well, let's look at verse 22. But what he's saying here, what this thought is. Behold, God exalts by his power who teaches like him. And basically, that's what this whole chapter is dealing about here. He's telling Job, the ones that have uniquity and they don't repent, he's going to punish them. The one that have uniquity 
are being going to be punished until they repent. But the ones that repent, God will forgive and restore. Okay? You ever wonder that maybe sometimes you're in a storm of life and God told you, you know, and you get the sense that the devil is attacking you. But then you get the sense that the devil's backing off. But yet the storm is still going. Because I believe it's just like in this case here. God is trying to teach you to get on the same page as him. And how do we do this? Because, you know, sometimes we believe we sin. I mean, we sin and we don't realize it. And I think in the case of him saying that he's more righteous, God, his righteousness is more than God. I don't think he realizes what he was even doing or saying. Because sometimes us humans, we don't get everything that we say. But I'm not trying to make an excuse for him. Okay? But basically what we're learning here, that you need to deal with your sin. He's doing it calmer than the other two. Elu is. But you need to deal with your sin so you can be restored. Because if you're not, God's going to continue to punish you. And that's a true statement. Maybe there's a sin in your life that you got to deal with. Deal with it. And let God bless you. Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes he takes us through these storms in the end to bless us. And sometimes he takes us through these storms to bless us and to get us right with him. Hallelujah. Let him teach you. He's the best teacher that you can have. But well, we came to the end of the podcast, and I like to say we'll be right back after these messages for our closing remarks. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain it's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoopy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, we came to an end of another successful podcast. And we learned a lot today about Job and how he was a righteous and upright man. But he did have a flaw. And that flaw thinking that Job was more righteous than God. And we found out now that this is another reason why he's going through what he's going through. The main reason is because of the challenge that 
God presented the devil, and the devil accepted, but the other reason was to get Job on the same page as God. And we need to do that too. But we came to another end of episode God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 27 of season 1. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I hope that you keep listening and share people that you know we need to hear this too. You know, you know, we're going to be done with the Bible study on the book of Job pretty soon. But then God's got other plans because the podcast is still going to be here. It's just not going to be about the book of Job and stop. We're going to be here. And I hope that you keep on with the journey with us. And I thank the ones that are. And keep listening and share and get more people listening. And not because I want... I'm trying to build a fan base. I am. But I'm mainly because I want you to learn the word of God. And I want God's word to touch as many people as it can. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you. My, I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. Saying see you tomorrow on God's Internet Church about the same time. Have a good night. Have a good day. Love one another and be safe out there. And God bless you.